Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, folks, we're back once again at the corner of truth and courage. This is Election Day plus six. I guess someone is to say that Joe Biden is now president-elect. And I think that is still a bit of a stretch. I think that there's still much to be determined in the courts to find out if fraud, if ballot fraud has occurred. And until that is resolved, then I don't think that we can actually give this election to Vice President Joe Biden. And uh, you say, oh, you're just being a a, a bad loser. No, folks. Honestly, if this were the other way around, you, you know the others would have the same issues. I mean, they would be saying the same political issues and fighting the same political battles here. And I'm glad Trump is fighting it. I'm glad he's not just cowering away and that he is fighting till the end. And he has said, if I understand correctly, that he did come out and saying that, you know, if it is determined that in the courts that, that these things are good and fine, then he will concede the election. And as I said a few days ago, there's going to be a, a bitter loss on either side. I mean, we can be assured of this. I mean, our country is very divided. This election has revealed it probably more than anything ever could. I mean, we are pretty close right down the middle, divided in our country in our view and vision of where our country should be going. I'll confess to you, I mean, I'm heavy in heart. I really am. Not so much that it may look to be a loss for President Trump, which I was hopeful that he would win. It's not so much that. That bothers me. That's given me a, a very heavy heart in this. And I, I guess basically, I guess you could describe what I've gone through over this weekend is a bit of mourning. I can't help it, but this passage has just been in my mind and heart for the last few days. I'm reminded of the children of Israel when they lost their country. You know, it had been wrested away from them. Their dreams, their homes, the things that they loved. It's all been taken away. And in Psalms 137, we read, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. I mean, we couldn't sing anymore. We just put our instruments down. We hung them on the trees. And when we remembered the good old days, the glory days, back when, you know, um, we just couldn't help it, but we just wept by the riverside. And I kind of feel that way. I really do. Uh, My heart's heavy. And again, it's not so much that Trump has lost. What really is grievous to me is how so many 
people in this nation. I mean, if the vote is really what it is, if the majority of the American voters has said, we don't want a, a strong border, we don't want a president who's going to protect life and protect the babies in the womb, we don't want a president who's going to protect us from Islamic terrorism, we don't want a president that's going to be a president of, of law and order. Uh, we would rather have Antifa. We would rather have BLM and the anarchist. We would rather have open borders and let whoever wants to come into our country. Now, how would that work with COVID? Uh, we, we would rather have a weak leader when it comes to international events and, and Kalto to, to Iran to Islamic terrorism, to ISIS and other groups out there like that. We, we would rather be uh, and, and, and have high taxes and, and chase away business and prosperity. That's what we want. I just mourn over that. I really do. And I wonder why is it that so many people in our country cannot see the evil as I said before, this is an election between good and evil. And I'm afraid evil has won the day if, if it turns out that Biden and the Democrat Party has won. I mean, they're going to do everything they can to protect abortion. They're going to do everything they can to protect same-sex marriage. They're going to do everything they can to uphold the very same things that is wickedness and sin in the mind of God, in the eye of God. And they got away with it, with lying about things that Trump supposedly said but never said. And they keep repeating it again and again. They've, they've worked against him from day one. One day I'll give a, a broadcast just basically on why I believe we should be thankful for all that President Donald Trump did for us. But I, I guess my mind is, is focused on this. Why is it that they can't see it? Why is it that these people out there who are cheering and, and celebrating that, um, you know, the, the win for Biden, why can they not see the evil? And some of it, I think, has to do with the fact that that there's no spiritual insight in the majority of people in our country. And I'm convinced, even though our nation still says the majority of our population is Christian, it's very clear that just because they may believe in Jesus Christ, they may even believe in some of the doctrinal truths about Jesus, that he's the Son of God, that he was born of a virgin, that he died on the cross, and, you know, they have all this intellectual knowledge. And they even say that they believe in that and they have faith in these things. You can have belief and faith but not trust. Let me, let me give you an example. In fact, actually, I was just talking to uh, a, a fella and uh, I, I led him to the Lord here just about a week ago. And I, and I used this very same illustration with him because uh, he, he kind of was in this uh, area. He was, he was a religious guy. He had all the knowledge um, about the gospel, but had never applied it and trusted in it. He had 
belief and he had faith in these things, but didn't trust it. And, and I told him this story, and it's apparently a true story. I don't know the, the name of the guy. I, I could look it up and find it and the date that this happened because it, it's a real live event. And uh, a, a guy, a type rope artist there, he ran a, a rope there on the Canadian side to the American side uh, across the Niagara Falls, and crowds were assembled on both sides there. And he walked across, and the crowds cheered. And, and he grabbed a wheelbarrow and walked across to the other side and the crowds cheered over there and he called out how many believe i can do it again and they all said yeah we believe it and and uh the the man then said do you believe that i could do that again he said sure i do he said okay well you get in (laughs) of course the man refused you know i have faith that you can do it and i can believe that you can do it but i'm not going to put my trust in you so there's, you know, there's, there's so many people out there who have faith and belief in, in Jesus, but they've not put their trust in Jesus for their, for their salvation, trusting what Jesus did to pay for the penalty of their sins. No, they're still trying to trust in their own good works. They're not trusting in God, in Jesus. And so I, I'm convinced there's so many people out there who are still lost. I, you know, talked much about these people, the wide gate converts, false converts. They went through a gate of religion, but that doesn't lead to life. It leads to destruction. The narrow gate leads to life, and uh, few there be that find it. And so I help this guy find the key. You know, the book of Luke says that many will struggle to find it, but won't be able to enter therein at. And um, and some are struggle to find find the key. And so they don't have spiritual discernment. And one of the reasons why I believe so many people out there who don't understand, who don't see it, first of all, they're just lost. They just, you know, they, they may be religious. They might even call themselves Christians and even attend Christian churches. But that, and you may even listen to Christian radio. You might be listening to me today, right now. And, and, and trust me, folks, I've got, there's a lot of people out there who do not believe the things that you and I believe. And they listen to us. I get their emails. And some of them are <laughs> very rude and very attacking. But we're going to speak the truth with love. And they hate that. Oh, they hate that. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who hate me with a passion. And, uh, and they, they, they hear, but they don't understand. They see, but they don't. They, 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 they don't pick up on it. Matthew chapter 13, verse 13 says, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Helen Keller said this, The only thing worse than being blind is having sight and no vision. You know, they might be able to see things, but they don't have the vision to see it. And one of the first steps for a person to be able to understand the difference between good and evil is salvation Becoming a child of God and the Holy Spirit comes within us, and then we can spiritually discern. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 explains that. It says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can they know them. Why? Because they are spiritually discerned. And it's frustrating. When we live in, in, and I'm glad for our government, I'm glad that we are at least given an opportunity to make choices of who governs us. 
I mean, we could have been born in a different day or a different country where you don't have those choices. So I'm glad for the, uh, um, the republic that we live in and the democratic practice to be able to vote and who represents us in our republic, in our government, to govern over us. I'm glad we have that. But it is frustrating when we have now grown to become a society where there's so many people who know not God. And we've dropped the ball, folks. We failed. And I and 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 I and I want to say, folks, we as Christians, as true children of God, we now have our work cut out for us to try to bring this country aright. And 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 I guess some things that we've got to understand. We're not going to fix it through political means. And I think that's been part of our problem. We thought politically we could fix some things in this nation that oh, Trump's in there and, and he's a fighter and he's gonna, he doesn't go about it the right way maybe, but, but, uh, but we, 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 that's going to fix our country. No, it's not. This is a spiritual battle. And, and, I, and I've been saying it for years. Of all the problems that we've got in our government and our finances and, and health and all that kind of stuff, these are consequences of our biggest issue, and that is our spiritual problem, and that can only be fixed in the church house, not the White House. The answer is not in Washington. The answer's in uh, amongst us Christians to do our job, and that is to bring people to Christ. And I can't persuade people to change their thinking very much but uh, and, until we get their heart changed. And only God does that. That's going to be it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.